Support for this show comes from SoFi Invest. Alternative investments are now available on SoFi. Unlock the potential to build and protect your wealth with alts including real estate, venture capital, pre-IPO unicorns, and more at SoFi.com WSJ. Active investing products offered through SoFi Securities, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC. Alternative funds have unique risks, including the risk of loss, may charge high fees, can be illiquid, and may not be suitable for all investors. Prior to investing in any fund, carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, expenses, and important information contained in a fund's prospectus. Here's your Money Briefing for Wednesday, February 28th. I'm J.R. Whalen for The Wall Street Journal. After their kids are grown and have moved out, the next big purchase for many empty nesters is a smaller home. But for some, a bigger home will do the trick. They're healthier and they're maintaining very active lifestyles and that's oftentimes leading to a need for more space. Some older adults might still be working full or part-time and they want a dedicated home office. So there goes one bedroom in the house for that. And maybe they want a home gym as well. I mean, we all got used to working out at home during the COVID lockdowns. But upgrading to a larger house means careful financial planning. We'll talk to WSJ contributor Robin Friedman about that after the break. Hello, I'm Laura Castleton, U.S. Head of Portfolio Construction and Strategy at Janus Henderson Investors. Is a brighter future possible? At Janus Henderson, we think it is. For 90 years, we've worked to help clients achieve superior financial outcomes and fulfill our purpose of investing in a brighter future together. We know that this means our thinking and our investments are helping to shape millions of brighter futures for the next 90 years and beyond. To learn more, go to JaniceHenderson.com. Being an empty nester doesn't necessarily mean it's time to downsize to a smaller house. Some are actually upsizing. Wall Street Journal contributor Robin Friedman joins me. Robin, this sounds counterintuitive. Why would somebody want to move to a larger house if, in many cases, it's just two people in their later years? Lifestyles in retirement have changed due both to demographic trends and also to COVID, which has had an impact. Many people are retiring younger or they're semi-retired, they're healthier, and they're maintaining very active lifestyles, and that's oftentimes leading to a need for more space. Some older adults might still be working full or part-time and they want a dedicated home office. So there goes one bedroom in the house for that. And maybe they want a home gym as well. I mean, we all got used to working out at home during the COVID lockdowns. So many retirees enjoy entertaining as well, whether it's a weekly poker or mahjong game or by having family and friends over for extended visits. All of these factors create a need for more space, even for just two people. You spoke to empty nesters who decided to move into a larger home. Why do they say they did that? I interviewed a lovely retired couple who live in the Villages, which is, in case you've never heard of it, a huge 55-plus community in Central Florida. This couple had previously lived on a 300-acre farm, so they were accustomed to having lots of space and privacy. They initially purchased a smaller home in the Villages, but when a larger one became available on a cul-de-sac lot that offered lots of privacy, they jumped at the chance to buy it. And then they added 1,600 square feet to it. So the house is now 
4,400 square feet for two people with three bedrooms, four baths. It has a huge patio with a pool and a 1,200 square foot lanai. But they use all that space. They entertain frequently and they use the outdoor space for entertaining. Still, that's a lot of house for two people. And you spoke to a 63-year-old woman from San Diego who's upsizing, and it's just her. What went into her decision-making? She's currently living in a three-story townhouse, and she's finding it a little bit crowded for her current needs. She's using her den as an office, and she's squeezing her workouts into a tiny portion of her living room. So she's currently looking for either a single-story home or a home that has the primary bedroom on the first floor so she has accessibility in the future. And she wants enough bedrooms to be able to have one for a dedicated home office and another for a gym. A larger home might mean more living space and more room to entertain, but it can also mean a lot of house to maintain. How should people approach that? Before purchasing, older adults really need to consider how much maintenance they're willing to do in retirement, and they need to be honest with themselves. Generally, the larger the home, the more maintenance required. But buyers need to remember that things can change very quickly. You may start out planning to handle routine maintenance on your own, but if you have a health crisis, that could change things pretty quickly. How do real estate professionals say that people should map out their plan financially if they're ready to move? after the kids have moved out. I spoke with a housing economist, and he explained to me that there's a rule of thumb that retirees should spend only 4% of their total retirement savings each year to make sure they don't run out of money in retirement. So he suggests that to avoid overpaying for a home, retirees should calculate that 4% number, add in social security payments and other cash flow, and that should cover your budget, including housing costs. From that number, you can then determine what you can afford to pay for housing and still have enough money set aside for the rest of your life. We're talking about larger homes, but to be sure, small homes often require lots of maintenance too, right? Absolutely. And today, even smaller homes can have lots of maintenance due to the technology and complicated systems being incorporated, whether that's smart home technology, solar panels, batteries, or pool systems. So where else should people's focus be besides just the square footage and the overall size of the house? Older adults should focus on function, not on square footage per se. Having a ton of extra space doesn't matter if you don't need it. You really need to sit down and determine what your needs are and what they'll be in the future and then buy appropriately. For example, is your family going to come to visit frequently? How long will they stay? If they're planning to come for the summer with the grandkids, you're going to need extra bedrooms and baths and probably a place for toy storage. But if they're just planning to come for the occasional weekend, a fold-out couch in the living room might work. Do you still work? If so, you may want an extra bedroom for office space. The same goes for hobbies. Do you need a den for poker or mahjong? Some couples are even opting to have an additional master suite to use as a so-called snore room so they can sleep separately in peace. It's important that whatever your future needs, you need to try to predict them as accurately as possible so you don't face buyer's remorse after you move in. A snore room. Wow, some people think of everything. That's my next article. (laughs) So if someone is deciding to upsize, what sorts of questions should they be asking themselves before they start that process? 
Well, really, the most important question that they need to do is to try and accurately predict what their future needs are going to be. Like I found out with the 63-year-old woman I interviewed from San Diego, she was living in a house that had met her needs when she first bought it, but now her lifestyle has changed. So you really need to sit down and figure, where am I going to be in 10 years? Where am I going to be in 20 years? What will my lifestyle be like? That's WSJ contributor Robin Friedman. And that's it for your money briefing. This episode was produced by Ariana Osperu with supervising producer Melanie Roy. I'm J.R. Whalen for The Wall Street Journal. Thanks for listening. Apollo is working to ensure a bright, bold future, financing solutions to some of the most complex challenges the world is facing. Apollo, investing in tomorrow, today. Learn more at Apollo.com.